0: How do you collect and invest in autographs at the same time? That's today's topic. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode. I am your host, Matt Powers of The Power Sports Remobilia Show. Thank you again for joining me. If you guys can, visit the website, powersportsremobilia.com me follow over there on instagram at powers autographs and if you like this video and you want to share it subscribe i always always appreciate that it's always good to see that from you guys and uh, comment below tell me what you guys think about this video and collecting and investing in autographs at the same time so many people get into autographs they want to just collect them they're their favorite player favorite team whatever it is and that's all they do. But then all of a sudden, they start to realize that, hey, some of these autographs are actually worth a decent amount of money. And so they want to start investing in autographs in order to make money. I mean, who doesn't want to make money, right? So let's talk about first off, what is collecting, okay? Collecting is you have you know favorite autographs in your collection that no matter what anybody else says, these are your favorites, okay? They could be a bench warmer to a Hall of Famer. Maybe it's a guy that went to your high school or a guy that went to your college, whatever it is. They're your favorite player, team, and you get them on any type of item that you want. Funkos, baseballs, jerseys, whatever it is. You don't care what anybody else says. This is your guy, or your team, and you really, really enjoy stuff, okay? That's what collecting is all about. You buy it because you enjoy it, and it makes you happy regardless of what happens to it monetarily, okay? Whether it goes up, down, you're not even paying attention to it. You don't even know what it's worth, okay? That's what collecting is, okay? You're picking up stuff that you like. If it goes up in value, great, but it's not a deal breaker for you, okay? So let's talk about what investing is, all right? Investing is kind of basically the complete opposite there. We're taking all the emotion out of everything, okay? And we're buying an autograph strictly for the purpose of, that it goes up in value. That's all we're looking at it to do. I don't care if I'm a Yankee fan and this player is on the Red Sox. Not a big deal. I could care less. I think his autograph's going to be going up in value. And my main goal is to make money. So, how do we combine collecting and investing, though? Because a lot of us still want to be collecting here. But we also want to be collecting players that are our favorites. But also ones that are going to be going up in value over time. And so these become kind of our our investment pieces and we buy these with the intent that they're going to be going up in value but we also buy them because we like the player okay and so there are a certain amount of characteristics that i personally look for when i'm looking to buy an autograph or do an autograph signing with a player that these players this player meets this certain criteria for me to say okay yeah this guy's worth buying or this guy's worth doing an autograph signing with okay so there are these seven things, okay, and if a player can meet all seven of these, man, it's a home run that generally does not happen, okay. So uh, if they can meet majority of these, that would be very, very cool, okay. So number one is the player likable, <laughs> duh, you know, uh, you, you know, the bigger the fan base, the more chant, the bigger chance that someone's going to buy this player's autograph. The more likable they are on social media, the more they're in the media limelight. If they're on SportsCenter, great. The bigger following they have and the more they're in front of people's eyes, the better. Okay, That means they probably have a bigger, broader base and the potential for more people to be interested in that player's autograph. we okay? more people got interested in it, the better chance we have of selling it for a high dollar down the road. Number two, this is very, very important, but... Typically often overlooked there is do they play in a good team? You know, fans, for the most part, follow a team because they want to see the team win a championship. You know, think about all those fans that went to all the Chiefs games for 50 years, never to see the Chiefs win a championship. And then, boom, they win a championship. Okay, that is what it's all about. That's what makes sports great is that long, long wait. Think about the Chicago Cubs when they won. Those those are iconic seasons right there that will never go away in a fan's mind. Um, So these are, it's not 100% here, but this is something that is very, very important to constantly be thinking about is are they on a good team because good teams go into playoffs and you got to get into the playoffs in order to do what? Win championships. So think about being on a good team. Uh, Number three is do they play on a historic team? Okay, Let's take baseball for example. Yankees Red Sox Cubs you know those are technically the probably most historical teams that we have big broad fan bases but they also have you know uh, rabid fans that are really interested in their teams and these teams typically go into the playoffs they typically have bigger budgets so uh, they can throw as much money and resources at going into the playoffs they're all about winning not to say other teams are not but they have more resources to do it That's their main goal every year is to win the World Series, okay? Uh, Number four is, is this player a potential Hall of Famer? Now, we all know when a player gets into the Hall of Fame, their autograph does what? It tends to go up in value. So they'll have that that Hall of Fame inscription that they'll always uh, be able to write on there, their Hall of Fame year. Also, uh, does this player have any other notable accomplishments? You know, rookie of the year, for example. Have they won championships, Stuff like that is very, very important because, A, it provides inscriptions and all, but also it shows that the player is actually doing something on the field. You know, like they're actually good, right? So Rookie of the Year, they won a couple championships. They won a couple MVPs, home run titles, whatever it is. Those are very, very important. Of course, Hall of Fame being arguably probably the most important one. And obviously, if you get in the Hall of Fame, you're probably a pretty good player. So something to keep in mind. And number five, Again, this one is uh, a little overlooked there, but something to always constantly be thinking about is how often does this player sign? Uh, I prefer the less the player signs, the better because that keeps the supply down a little bit. That keeps the demand high and that keeps the player not only selling quickly, but it keeps the player at at a fairly high price there. So when a player is at a little bit of a higher price, it kind of creates this really uh, crazy demand for it. Like Tom Brady, for example. You know, People know that they can't get Tom Brady's autograph every single month. You know, It's not like Joe Montana where he's signing 10 to 12 times a year. Tom Brady does one signing a year. So when that autograph signing comes out, boom, people want it. They know they're going to have to wait another year to get something. Or if they've got something specific they want to get done, they've got to do it now because Tom Brady is not signing in anytime soon. So very, very limited supply. Low supply, high demand, equals a higher price there. Michael Jordan, for example, very high in demand, doesn't do autograph signings where you can send stuff in, but his pricing is not going down anywhere. Obviously, a big high demand as well. So investing in a guy that signs a lot, like a Joe Montana, for example, it doesn't make a whole bunch of sense unless it's like a game-used or one-of-one one type piece. So just something really, really keep in mind. How often does this player sign if you're looking to invest uh, and also collecting them at the same time because the less is always better in the long run. You may pay for more for it now, but in the long run, it's going to be better because there's going to be less supply out there. Speaking of pricing, number six, how good is the pricing right now? Because obviously we want to buy low and sell high, uh, You know, buying Tom Brady right now, maybe at a $3,000 helmet, is that going to go up in value uh, potentially how much? I don't know. You know, you could take a look at guys like Patrick Mahomes now. His helmets are, what, in the 800 range, 700, 800 range? <clears throat> is he comparable to Tom Brady right now? No, but what's something you want to look at is, does this player have the potential to win a few more MVPs, a few more uh, championships? That's going to increase their pricing there. So we'll look at it right now. Hey, is this player got a chance to do that? Take a guy like Patrick Mahomes. Does he have a chance to win a few more MVPs and a few more championships? Absolutely. So you can look at his pricing compared to Tom Brady and say, wow, I think Patrick Mahomes is actually probably pretty affordable right now. And I would argue that he is affordable. Guy just won a championship for the Kansas City Chiefs. in in, in most people's opinion, he's arguably the best player in the NFL right now. I think he's way undervalued. So something to keep in mind. Go back and watch that video I did on Patrick Mahomes and the items you should be picking up on him. Uh, if you have any issues or questions about what to buy on him. So, and number seven here, and this is something that, uh, is very rare for everybody to have all these attributes here, but number seven can kind of fit in with a bunch of different other athletes is does this player have a memorable moment or a play? this is huge okay so if, if they meet all the other previous criteria like one through six and they've got a memorable a play i mean geez cha-ching right like just absolutely i mean imagine you know if patrick mahomes had a left-handed pass to win the super bowl again i mean that particular image would be iconic you know some weird play that he's kind of known for you know uh, take mario chalmers for example not a very popular athlete Hits the game-tying shot in the 2008 National Championship to propel the game to overtime, which Kansas will defeat Memphis. That play right there is cemented in Kansas basketball championship history forever and ever and ever, okay? Go back through all his other criteria. You know, does he sign often? Very little. Did he play in a historic team? Absolutely. Was he a Hall of Famer? No. Uh, is he likable? Sure, I guess. Did he play in a good team? Yes. Is Kansas a historic team? Yes. So you can see how this criteria kind of fits in there, and then he's got this memorable moment on there, and you're like, aha, that all makes sense, okay? I'm not saying that Mario Chalmers is a great one to invest in. He's kind of missing a lot of pieces here because he's not a Hall of Famer, and he doesn't really have any other uh, professional statistics, but you can kind of see where I'm going with that, okay? If they have a memorable play, and they're a potential Hall of Famer, and they meet all this other stuff, by all means, my gosh, that is the piece to go after 100%. Take Willie Mays' The Catch, for example. Bobby Orr's the dive goal. Like stuff like that are very, very cool pieces. But those guys, for example, Bobby Orr signs a lot. So that's maybe not something that you want to be investing in. Collecting? Absolutely. Uh, maze the catch. I've done a whole video on Willie Maze on the you know bad holograms and all that kind of stuff. So be careful of that when you look for those maze the catch ones. But if you find an authentic maze catch one right now. Holy crap, the thing's going to be worth so much money in the future because it's it's the play of a, arguably the greatest baseball player of all time. OK, so hopefully this this kind of helps you guys kind of figure your way out between collecting and investing. But remember, when we're investing, we want to be buying stuff that not, obviously we like, but potentially that other people are going to like as well, Um So, and I would definitely be picking up premium items like jerseys or limited edition pieces of players that you like that fit all this criteria that we talked about today. Um, But remember, you got to keep it fun and enjoyable, okay? If you want to collect and invest at the same time, don't buy something that is just something for monetary gain, okay? That's completely investing there. If you want to keep it fun and entertaining, buy the guys that you like on the teams that you like. But buy, again, premium pieces, uh, maybe one of one pieces, but also ones that fit as many of these criteria as possible. And you'll see those, uh, those items pay off big time for you in the future. So again, hopefully it helps you guys out there. If you guys got any questions on this, let me know again, visit the website, powersportsmobility.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram at powers autographs, and I will see you guys on the next episode.